I get what you're saying. Sometimes you need to have principles that are capable of being molded. <laughs> spot on. I'm just picturing you sharing that with your children. That's about how it's going to go in my house. Listen, kids. Sometimes <laughs> principles need to be able to be changed. Alright, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Ryan Chesko. I think I was too excitable, Dave. A little oh, bit too on. much. I want to throw some energy in. All That's right. what I'm supposed to do. Well, we'll give the energy. We're also I don't want it. people listening for the first 10 seconds, Scott. And I know I interrupted you, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And just thinking, oh, this is some boring crap. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm just going to pass it on. Because I've listened to other pods, and I think, boy, that's some boring crap, and I shut it off. <laughs> what is this podcast all about? Though? I don't know. This podcast, Brian, covers the 10 Premier League matches of the previous weekend, Yeah, giving the fantasy analysis along the way that all of the fantasy Premier League owners listening need, and yeah. then it, it adds in some fun segments that makes our pod unique from every other that covers Premier League matches. Not like boring. Us. That sounds and great. And it's not going to be boring. Wonderful. And on this podcast, we've got a manager quote of the week. We've got an Arsenal moment. We've got a uh, Scott stat of the day. We've got all sorts of stuff going on. And uh, it's, so it's going to be it's going to be a good time. It's going to be unique. It's going to be what only we can do. However, yeah. before we begin on those matches. Okay. What do you have to say? I need to confess something. Okay. okay. Now, we're five game weeks hey. into the season. This is already my second confession. Welcome yeah. back, by the way. Oh, thank you. We yeah. missed you last week. Appreciate that. This pod was not the Listen, same. no, the pod was good. I actually asked you guys, and I want to do this publicly now in front of the microphone. Do I turn in my resignation now? <laughs> come on. That's, or do I wait until a certain point here in the next week or so? That's so silly. How dare you, sir? That's so silly. It, it was know, an absolute it. different dynamic. Brian and I were staring at each other way too long, getting glassy-eyed. <laughs> it got awkward a couple times, but Man. we soldiered through. Sounds like you guys are making out, <laughs> not <on>. potting. Anyway. <laughs> Don't put that on us. Confession time. Right. All right. I am man of principles. Sure. Until I set my lineup. Oh. I respect this. You don't know how much I respect this. I'm going to get to some principles later that weren't mine that Brother Matt shared with me. Mm-hmm. And I, in one day, it was the roller coaster of a day. Oh, man. And it was fantastic. But continue. All right, real life kind of put me behind the eight ball in terms of being able to prepare for this coming game week with my fantasy lineup. I knew I needed to play my wild card. It was time. My lineup had gotten away from me. Free transfers were not going to get me on track soon enough, so I I wanted to play my wild card. But it wasn't until early Saturday morning, which here in our time zone, the matches start at 7.30. The lineups lock at 6.30. Oh, it's a wonderful way to wake up. Yeah. But the lineups lock at 6.30. I needed to play my wild card before the lineup locked at 6.30. So I'm scrambling to be able to do that. I had an idea because I listened to you gentlemen. Uh, gave me some good tips. Gave me some bad ones too, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I, 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 I had everyone in my lineup that I wanted to have, and I went and looked at the price, and I thought, this is not possible. How can I have negative 3.3 pounds in my bank with this uh, lineup the way that it is? I think I know where this is going. So guess what I had to do? You had to sell him. 
I had to sell. Isn't it ironic that both of my confessions center around what I've done with Mo Salah? <laughs> the yeah. story of the season is Mo Salah, by the way. Yes. Whether Still. he's playing well or not, we're yeah. gonna. He is. He is the centerpiece of this fantasy Premier League season. I did the thing I said I wouldn't do till February. <laughs> I sold. I transferred out Mo Salah. It was purely a financial move. I wanted everybody else. Hey, you know which? That's what I've been saying. Yeah. I think. When it comes down to it, his numbers have been good. What I, I told this to brother Matt earlier today, maybe Brian last week, is if his price was at eleven or eleven point five, it would make it so interesting mm. because he's been producing fantasy points. Yeah, but his price is just so ridiculous. Yep. So I did the thing I said I wouldn't do. Now, this is where I need to plug our new to this season Instagram account. Right, the pictures are not the point, even though on Instagram the pictures are the point. Mm -hmm. But with our Instagram account, it is essentially a running diary of my squad. <laughs> okay, right, sure. Uh, and so if you want to have, like, we talk about all the things there's to talk about on this pod, but then the Instagram account is essentially a running diary of what I'm doing. Yeah. And so if you follow our Instagram account already, you know already everything I've just confessed. Because I put it all out there to see as the game week well, was getting started. Some people might not even know what Instagram is, and some people might follow, and some don't. <laughs> oh my don't. gosh, we're not going to explain Instagram <laughs> to the folks at home. I'm not going to do that. But for those who aren't following us, now you know. You know, you would have known already that that I my my principles went out the window in the face of financial strain, uh, which you know that's how you know, people generally are about government and <laughs> politics too, right? right. So, anyway, right. the same thing applied to my fantasy lineup. Uh, I needed I get to get it. that off my chest, but also I wanted to use that to plug our Instagram account hey, a little bit. Kudos. Scott, it takes a real man sometimes to stand up and say, hey, you know what? I made a little bit of a mistake. Uh, not a mistake, mm -hmm. but I had, to, I had to change. You're right. Fair, fairness to you. You didn't make a mistake. But you, you kind of came back on something that you had said. Many people won't do that. I get what you're saying. Sometimes you need to have principles that are capable of being molded. <laughs> this is spot on. I'm just picturing you sharing that with your children. That's about how it's going to go in my house. Listen, kids. Sometimes <laughs> principles need to be able to be changed. Hey, look. Everyone swears they won't go number two go poo-poo in a public bathroom until you have to go so bad you will go anywhere and then you will actually go. Hey, Brian, can yes. you rescue this pod for us, please? Well, we should get on to the <laughs> matches from this uh, past match week. So that Don't we can act talk like you about, haven't been there. So that we can talk about the matches. That's how I feel right now about Dave's bathroom. <laughs> yeah. let's Chelsea. Get, let's get on to the match. Good, thank you. I'm, I'm going right in. Chelsea 4, Cardiff 1. A Hattie from Hazard and a late Willie and add-on overcome the lone soul bomba goal for Cardiff. Um, wow. When I saw the agenda for this match, I thought for sure that Scott's stat, that the number was going to come from this match. It, really? Yeah. It's not. Because the number... Is this Brian's stat of the day? This can be my stat of the day. Yeah. The right. number is 27. 27. Mm -hmm. Scott, 27 Chelsea shots. Is that Chelsea shots? No. Uh, uh, cigarettes in Sari's mouth like between minute one that's and a, 90. That's a good one. I but like no, the number 27 is the number of millions of dollars that the entire Cardiff starting roster is worth. Hmm. 
compared to 360 million pounds oh for the Chelsea gosh. starting <laughs> roster as it match of the day announcer who I'm not sure who exactly who it was this time reminded everyone I also said in the uh, in the match that eight of Chelsea's starters cost more than the entire Cardiff team put together. Un- unbelievable. So it was big money versus minnow money in the Chelsea Cardiff. Well, I, I missed it again, as typically I usually do. My choices for captains this week, I mentioned last week, were between Aguero and Hazard. Yeah. And I felt like Cardiff is more of a defensive team. Uh, and so I went... And Fulham doesn't know how to park the bus. Fulham can't park the bus, which they didn't. We'll get to them. Mm-hmm. And but I, but Agro got two assists, not horrible, but Hazard cashed in, and I missed it. I missed it. Cardiff missed it again. did not park the bus. They did not park the bus. Well, they went after. I it. thought they would, and they were successful for a eight few minutes. minutes. A few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing great. So Bamba came flying through the air and scored. Yes. Up one nothing, Cardiff. But well, alas, whatever. that was not to last. Well, the, I mean, is it possible that Hazard takes over as the second half of the first half of the season story of the season? As in, I'm saying, like he's he is now <laughs> transferred in. I mean, it's th- over three hundred thousand transfers in. Right. Yeah. Almost entirely at the expense of Salah. I mean, this, the number of transfers from Hazard to Salah is, I mean, that it has to be the number one well, straight up transfer for You mean Salah to ha- Hazard, just to be clear. You said it the other way. Yeah, right? yeah. Ha- so Salah to Dumping Hazard. Salah out of yes. your lineup into yeah. the garbage and putting I mean, Hazard into your lineup. 8, 11, 20. You know, I know at least in our mini league, it was a matter of if you captained Hazard, yep. you moved into the top five. That's and true. if you didn't captain Hazard, you dropped. I mean, so that's just how it went. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, keeps increasing 8 11 20 i'm excited to see how many he gets next week and who's to say he's not gonna outscore 20 i mean it's possible right they're at west ham well it looks like a good start yeah i mean it looks like a good captain is what i meant almost every week until yeah until he's a good captain until until he's not slows down yeah that's exactly right and the man is happy as you've said in the past brian so yes he's the guy to go with that was that was the move I made. I was one of the fortunate few to captain Hazard this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it overcame some things in other places where, which I'm just going to warn everybody. I got weirdly emotional about fantasy Premier League this past weekend, like okay. angrily emotional about a couple things that happened. Uh, we'll get to that when the matches come up. <laughs> okay. If it wasn't for Eden Hazard being my captain, right. You I might I might have just quit like Vontae Davis for the Buffalo Bills <laughs> yeah, in the NFL. This is not a Buffalo Bills podcast. podcast. But hey, I mean, Hazard came through. If he did, you probably scored at least seventy. This here's week. my so here's uh, a few things that were pointed out by some people over the weekend, and this is why uh, the Hazard optimism is not misplaced. So something that. Uh, Many people, including Danny Jameson, who who's on the FPL, a lot of the FPL videos, uh, they keyed in on some of Sari's comments, particularly the, the comment that Eden Hazard can improve by spending less energy away from the goal. Uh, spend less energy away from the goal and play in the last 25 meters is what Sari said. He, he, is, he, he is saying, he said, I told... Eden that he can score 40 goals for us this season. He's telling him actively, go for the golden boot. Go for Salah. Go for Kane. Go for Aguero. He clarified it to mean, he clarified his meaning though to say, because someone questioned, does that mean you don't want him basically tracking back defensively? And he said, no. 
What I mean is, you know, he I still expect that from players, but what he said was he said Eden spends too much energy in the attacking half when he ends up touching the ball five or six times. He's obviously trying to get him to he, he's saying he can improve to be a forty goal scorer this season if he just gets a little bit more efficient in the attacking half. And he's telling him to do that. So there's a really good there was a really good article. It's it's from uh we ain't got no history. It's the Chelsea. It's the Ch- uh, Chelsea SB Nation mm-hmm. blog. There's a, the writer who who writes for uh, for that blog. Just talked about how all of the the things that held him back with Mourinho and Conte were it. It wasn't because of his role. He wasn't limited in his role. It's that he he was still so free. I mean, I feel like everyone kind of saw that in the last couple of years. But the issue was he was asked to be the build up guy. From midfield to attack in prime in a lot of counterattacking situations, the difference this year is everyone else is doing that job for him. He doesn't have to do that anymore. And on top of that, Sari is saying he needs to be the beneficiary here. Hazard can be the guy to be doing this, to be scoring all the goals. He's proven so, right. He's proving I, it right. I love the way the guy and you know in that particular article, you know, he, I think it's really great. He just said that it's it's up to him. He, it's on him whether or not he rises to the occasion on this. And so far, he's doing it. To prove your point, Brian, I didn't have a stat of the day from this match, but I did draw the manager quote of the week from this match. Okay. And since you're bringing this up, I want to insert the quote of the week here. It is from Maurizio Sarri, and it is in reference to Eden Hazard. Okay. He was quoted as saying, quote, I thought he was one of the best in Europe, but now I am changing my mind as maybe now he is the best in Europe. End quote. Sky's the limit for Eden Hazard at this point, right? I mean, there's no ceiling. I to, mean, the only ceiling he, he has. He's with a manager that is saying, go for it. Yep. Go for it. I'm not going to hold you accountable for much less than just scoring. And... He actually has a target man center forward when he plays in Olivier Giroud. He that said is that. completely perfect complementary player for a wing a winger like he, Hazard. And he said that. He do you see what he said? Yeah. He called Giroud the know. best. He said maybe well, the best target man in the in, world. I know. And, Sorry, Alvar. <laughs> apologies. Well, but, but, apologies but, but here's the thing. Think, but he was still complimentary of Murata in that same comment. Well, I, I think some people would say Murata's not a target man. Oh, he said, well, he said he that. He's a, a completely probably. he said he's a completely different style right. mm-hmm. than Giroux. But but, but, Giroux, I, but he said he's a pleasure to play with. With Pedro and or William Hazard on the wings, Giroux always did this very well at Arsenal, as I saw him play for years. He is excellent at holding the ball up and then distributing it out to the wings. By the way, guess who I don't have in my squad anymore because of the rotation problem? Probably Pedro. Pedro. It's Pedro. Yeah. Who is the fifth most sold of all players this so, week. Well, and I'm about to sell him because I'm probably going to go to Richard Well, but that, I think that's interesting because he still had a good... I, I get the I rotation. We talked about that. We yeah. talked about that. Yes. It, it happened here. It, it was the reversal of last week. William subs in and, then he and, get, and has the bonkers game after he subs in. But Pedro still, he had four shots. He was no, no. Tied, tied for the match lead with Hazard. It, had six touches inside the 18-yard box. He was an excellent, he had an excellent game. The, the interesting thing will be is is how Richarlison will go moving out. I made a, a tenth of a point on Pedro. I think Richarlison's value will go up. I'd like to make some money on his way up as well. 
And I think he and Pedro, if they're you know if if they're scoring about the same, I know this. Rashardson will be starting every week. Well, and so, that's so the, another story for sure this week is the is the now what seems like so many of those five to seven dollar options were all really productive this week. Yeah, and there, it seems like now there's I don't know eight guys you could choose from in that little segment of of that price segment there uh, that all seem viable. I want form and fixtures all in favor of a lot of these guys. On that note. Olivier Giroux, fantasy-wise, $7.8 billion. Is he a relevant fantasy play? I'm not sure I'm there yet. I'm not there yet. But what I'm saying is, if he can do this and be productive... 10 points that's why match. He, he has played one full game and has already outscored Murata on the season, fantasy-wise. That's correct. That's correct. So I just wonder, listen, with Chelsea pushing forward, and, and listen, Giroux's... Uh, he's excellent in the air on here's, set pieces. Here's the reality. The answer to your question is yes, but it's going to be really hard for anyone to get to where they're well, ready they to bring Giroux in. So, or yeah. or they're great everywhere else to where they can bring Giroux yeah, in. That's fair. Well, I don't think you're... And if you have... I don't think if you have, say, Marco or Zaha or any of those $7 guys, you're not going up from those guys just because of what they I offer. Agree. Also, uh, just in, in regard to Hazard's post-match comments about Giroud, like he obviously is happy playing. It, it, I think he's okay playing with either guy. I don't think it's going to affect sure. him greatly either way. But Mauricio Sarri did say that it was Giroud preferred for this match, that he watched you know, he watched matches for from Cardiff and uh, Lyon. The people he had coming up, he watched multiple matches from each. Giroud was preferred for the Cardiff match. And he said, I, when they asked him who was the striker going forward, he said, I think both, because we have to play 60 matches. That is just the theme, I think, for so much of what's going on with Manchester City 2, right. you know, for sure. But where there are options. But this is the Pedro Willian story. It's the same as the Giroud Murata yeah. story. It's good. Um, can I say one thing about Cardiff? One thing is all we're allowing in this. Can I say pod. one and a half things about Cardiff? Uh, Sean Morrison is has been very much worth it so far this season. Yeah, four points per pound, twenty points on the season, six, six, four, and three over his last four matches. Yeah. So Manchester City coming into town next week. Assists, assists, and back-to-back matches for Morrison. I just think like if he can be this effective in what is still uh, Brian City Burnley. At Tottenham, I know, and it's the same as what we said a couple weeks ago. They, if if Cardiff gets one point in this run of matches until sometime in the middle of October, <laughs> Neil Warnock deserves Manager of the hey, Year. Hey, Morrison's <laughs> at a five zero. Bamba's outscoring him at a four point five. I know. Well, I'm saying these guys. Well, Bamba scored here, but he was also clumsy and and had some terrible mistakes here. Yes, he did. He gave up the penalty. Yes. So Bamba, yes, I get Bamba as far as points, but I'm saying Sean Morrison is is the guy who was, you know, kind of expected to do this kind of thing for them. Sean Morrison has been it just makes his $5 price tag a little bit easier to They are to this season what Brighton and Huddersfield were to last season and when it comes to the defense, you're not going to expect clean sheets, you're not nope. expecting a whole lot in terms of production, but you're going to get the same four guys in the defense playing every week. And at the end of the season, that can add up. He's he's Harry Maguiring, I think, a little bit so far this season. And, and just as for what it's worth, 
Mm-hmm. Neil Warnock is saying that the best strike options for Cardiff are Bobby Reed. <laughs> Stop it! And Danny Ward. And I'm just Bobby saying, Reed is doing exactly what I said he would. Eight points over five matches, guys. Come on, Bobby Come Reed on. was centimeters from scoring here. Very first close of all, fact. Mm-hmm. I get it that he's not like you're not. Necessarily, How many bonus points did he get for those centimeters? You're not. <laughs> you're not buying him. The big plug here is for Danny Ward. Four and a half. scored last week, four yeah. and a half, class as a midfielder. This is the second sta- straight he's playing, match he's, he's playing, playing up front. Advanced. Yeah, but one, seven, and two, they're in their murderous they portion are, of their they schedule. They are in a murderous stretch, but I'm just saying, as a if you're in the market for, a, for your fifth midfielder and you need a four and a half dollar guy, I don't see why it's not this guy. He is playing as a center forward. He's not playing. He played I, in I front like, of Bobby Reed. I like people in that this, play out of position. He's playing way out of position. He's not just out of position. He's in the front. <laughs> he's four and a half, and I'm just saying, they, they, they see him. Wales Online talked about it. Neil Warnock sees Reed as the link between midfield and attack, and they, and they want Ward functioning kind of as the chicharito on the team. They want him as goal poacher. So I'm just saying. Gotcha. All right. Okay. I'm He's there. You were allowed your one and a half Cardiff comments. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank right. you so much. <laughs> we started with Chelsea because they're top of the table on goal difference, but Tottenham won. Liverpool two sees Liverpool matching Chelsea on points. Eric Lamella makes it interesting late, but Wijnaldum and Firmino do enough to give the points to the you, Reds. You had to make sure that. You mentioned that Liverpool and Chelsea were even on points, didn't you? Oh, fairness to Chelsea. They are. They're up there, too. Okay. It's just true. <laughs> uh, I love it. You know I love it. You know what's funny what? is, despite how terrible Tottenham played, I think, yeah. overall in this match, yeah. it still should have ended the way it did at Anvil- Anfield last season. Which with was? Her- with Harry Kane. Scoring. Potentially taking the, the game-tying penalty kick. Yeah. So, like, it was bad. Yeah. Spurs were bad. I, I saw... The fact that it was close. I don't know if Spurs were bad or if, if Liverpool was good, and probably a combination of both, right? Well, they just... I mean, it was 60-40 possession in favor of Tottenham, but who cares? Yeah. yeah. Hey. It only was interesting in the end because Liverpool missed out on some chances. Wow. Uh, Honestly, guys, Roberto Firmino does this every year. Mm-hmm. You know, five, two, five, seven, nine. So twenty-eight total points in the first five matches. If you've owned him throughout, you're probably feeling pretty good right now. You know, this is someone who started the season at nine and a half. I believe he's gone down yep. since the start of the season. Which- there was a moment where he was out of my lineup. So that Mane, Salah, and Robertson could be my Reds in my lineup. But now, when Salah went out, I was able to bring Firmino back in. Yeah, and so he is still in that. my lineup. Absolutely, Firmino is that guy who rewards the patient owners. He's that guy when you get to the end of the year, you're going to look and you're going to be like, "Wait, he's he's the third highest forward mm. overall in the season." Oh, I guess I got all those points. I don't even know how that happened, but I got them all. That's great. Yeah. And that's what he does. And it's because of moments like this where he gets those fives and then sprinkles in the goals, and all of a sudden you look, and there he's he's got 28 points total He's been you. very consistent. I had been poo-pooing him, and uh, he kind of poo-pooed on me in this match. <laughs> I just so hope that he has all of his eyes going forward, Brian. Well, he does. <laughs> he, we, think, we know that. Okay. If anyone had seen the picture... 
of Vertonghen, half of his finger <laughs> looked like he was it was that in was the eye massaging socket. Firmino's brain through his eye. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> what was going. You ever on. see Twenty Eight Days Later? No, uh, but well, there's plenty of those eyeball murders that oh happen in TV shows. It's very scary. Well, hey, thanks movie. to the thanks to the goal, this is another match where you know, your defenders, except for Trent Alexander Arnold, did not do a whole lot on the Liverpool side of the ball. Mm. Uh, obviously, another week with uh, just a two for Salah. That's two now in a row after three decent weeks to start. And Mane over the last three weeks has been average, three ten and two. But I would say at this point, well, well actually, let me ask you guys the question because I was about to say at this point it's probably you're not going to change a whole lot. Uh, but at the same time, the talk amongst our mini league friends on Slack has been. What you brought up, Brian, two weeks ago, which is what do you do with Liverpool over the next month or so? Do you scale back on your Liverpool assets mm-hmm. in order to you know, avoid this run of fixtures and potentially be disappointed by the output? You know, see Mane's two, see Salah's two, see Milner's two, mm-hmm. see Robertson's, Robertson's two, two yeah. and Allison's two. All that, you know, is this the right thing to do moving forward until, you know, end of October, November? Well, first, can I answer this, Dave, for now? Of with, course. With stats? Of course. Uh, they are both just massively unlucky not to get something here. Who, Again, which both? Both. Both, both who? Salah and Mane. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I want to say especially Mane, if he plays to Salah on his right instead of Nabi Keita on his left late in the second half, Salah is not doing what Kata did and blasting it straight at Vorm's hands. Maybe not. Maybe not. I just Maybe. It just seems odd. And I know there's there's Mane's taking some flack from the Liverpool faithful about being a little selfish and not looking for Salah in that particular position. And so I just think it's a better play either way. I wasn't there kicking the ball. Not I, my to, choice. To interject, Mane, the one downside or at least the main downside to Sadio Mane throughout his entire career this was the case at Southampton and it's quietly been the case at Liverpool too is that he's a little streaky but the reason for his streakiness is because he's a little bit of a head case yeah he goes to these moments where he gets inside his own head he's a little youthful in the way he acts sometimes if I can say that it's not a judgment statement it's just my you know I've never met the man but it's just the observation through the television is pretty clear, and it gets in his own way sometimes. He's a he's a heat check guy. He's he's constantly he's a he'd be a chucker in basketball. Yeah, if he was playing is, basketball. This is not a basketball podcast. Here's the thing for them. So nine shots combined, Mane with five. I mean, just one of them was outside the box. Mane had one of the one of the nine shots between the two of them came from outside the box. Tottenham's defenders were good, you know, for for a lot of this match on those shots. They made some good defensive plays uh, at moments throughout. I'm not saying they were great throughout the whole yeah. match, but and when Vorm it came was to man of the match. I mean, he he's, if it's not for Vorm making some saves here, I mean, so, this is like ridiculous what, what it could you. have been. I hear you, but I disagree a little bit. I thought Vorm was not good. He made some mistakes too. Yeah, it was like it was hot mistakes, and cold. Like I felt like yes, did he make saves? Yes, but I feel like almost any other keeper could have made those saves. 
Hmm. Like where he made the mistakes, he was some rockets were shot at him, and he just self defensively were yes, blocked, he, right? yes, and there was at least one, you know, at least one later on where he but, deflected it, and it, it had it, it, it in the wrong place. I mean, even he, in the like, right. like the Firmino goal, like that went through his hands. Yeah, Back that was that was hands. a reaction though. That was a t- that was a tough. One I to actually pick. had like Vorm was not good. If Loris is in that match, maybe both maybe both goals don't happen, right? I, I no one can say that. I'm just saying. Yeah. I thought Vorm. Yes, Brian, you're right. He did make saves, but I thought it wasn't like who was it that made the crazy save a couple weeks ago? Was it like Forrester or Ben Foster or something? Matt Ryan. Who who was it? Look, the save wasn't like it was uh, Rui Patricio. Okay, yeah, from like a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah from against, when uh, he was doing crazy City, things right. up in that top corner. Yeah, I'm just saying. Anyways, that no one's owning Michael Vorm. No, well, but, but back to my original question. Or are they? Well, so what, I, what I'm saying about Mane is that he had he had 43 total touches. Ten so, of them were in the penalty area. Salah had sell. seven of 28 touches in the penalty area. Salah has three more key passes in this match. He's still tied in the, with for the league lead with for, with David Silva. Like Mo Salah has five big chances missed. He's still tied for third. He has one more big chance missed than Christian Benteke so far this season. Like, <laughs> holy crap! That, if he wins that award, no, tonight. he's not winning. He, that he award. had another one in this match. Like, I, like I, the fact that both of them ended with a two here statistically, this is like August Kane last year anomaly. Weird, right. weird, weird. Dave, I'm gonna start yes. with you. I know how you feel about Salah. You're not owning him at this point, sure. but Mane, would you own Mane moving forward? Oh, I still own him. You're not. You're not gonna. You think selling. Based on his two is an overreaction. No. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, it's an overreaction. Yeah, okay. Yes, it's a, Brian. Would, yes. Brian, you have owned Mane and Salah. Yep. Do you still? No. What did you do? I sold Salah. For who? For Hazard. Okay, nice What, nice I, sh- what I should have done week two. <laughs> what I wanted in my... No, no, in, week three. Give yourself credit. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe even week four. I mean, they were. Salah was ahead of Hazard because right. Hazard didn't what, start the first two what matches. What I was, what I wanted in my heart was as soon as Hazard was starting, was starting to own him, and sure. I did not. I want the title of the podcast to be "Paying the Price for Patience." Mm. I <laughs> have done everything I did not do last season, and I waited and I waited and I waited, and Salah. It was. It, it just is. I think it's. I hope it's not too obvious that it's that he's got you know that he's now being shipped out by so many people. But I'm. I can't sell Mane. I just feel like I can't. Okay. Do it. So you're keeping him. Yeah. You're not going to overreact his two either. That's enough there. Anything else we need to cover on this match, gentlemen? The fact that the fantasy Premier League is is doing some weird twisty math. Salah's price hasn't dropped yet, and his ownership has dropped almost six to seven percent. Hmm. That is garbage, and that's some shenanigans. Any other player, his price would have dropped. That's probably true. Point um, three, he would have dropped point three. Well, you can only drop point two in a week. Would have still dropped point three. Fair enough. Um, so, first of all, Erickson, Christian Erickson. Of course, he got an assist. He gets an assist. Five as points. You ship him out. So I this is him his out. second assist in the last three matches. Uh, another guy who I would say. Well, Scott, you said all you've said it all along. Like he he he's a second half guy, but I think he just starts slow. I mean, yeah. I mean, it just takes him a minute. I'm gonna come back and own him, just not now. Maybe at some point, but yeah. I mean, so I think it's. I mean, it's you know good for him to get 
get some kind of return here. Um, Lucas Mora should have scored in the 49th minute. Oh, Lucas Mora. Lucas Mora has looked He's not awesome. coming out of that lineup. He looks awesome. Him, and by the way, him going up another tenth of a billion dollars last night also um, now has my team value at a 102. Well, so I, what I want to see, and I I agree, the more it looks oh, great. Hold on, hold on, Brian. What? I can't let that go. Wait, wait. What did he say? I can't let that go. Team value at 102. Where are you in the table? You just wait. But yeah. where where are you in the table? Oh, my gosh. I'd be at the top if I had a Captain Hazard. Yeah, you'd be at the top if it was all based on team value. Uh, yeah. Points are points, though, Dave. Hey, listen. I've already made up... <laughs> Two dollars, and we're only five weeks in. Listen, what, what happens when I'm when I make up five dollars and I got five more dollars to spend than you the last couple weeks coming down the stretch? You'll probably still pick the wrong captain. <laughs> well, that's probably true. And I'll probably be ahead, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Hey, see you down here with <laughs> 90, <you>. 98 pound." <laughs> what I want to see is Sun with who is fully match fit, Delhi fully match fit. And Lucas Mora as a as in form. That's what I want to see yeah. how that rotation works because we haven't seen them all three together at the same time. They're not all exactly the same position. But Pochettino's obviously tinkering here. Delhi, uh, we are Poch already expected him to be out for both the Liverpool and Inter matches, which actually did happen. Uh, but it's still not thought to be a major issue with his hamstring. So I, I guess you'll see him back. Uh, against Brighton I would I would guess it's this weekend he comes back Hugo Lloris though Spurs official account said last Thursday he's expected to be out several weeks and basically it's a we'll see we'll reassess in a couple you know in a couple to a few weeks so buying Vorm now is not crazy it's be- crazy there's so many starters at four and a half you would be sell you'd be you'd be transferring him in at five and he's well, if it, you think there's clean sheets are more available, listen. It's, they play. I don't know. They play at Brighton. Yeah, they play. The schedule's amazing. Right. They play. It couldn't be better. It literally it, it could not be. Better. It's not ideal. This at is least like forms a four point nine. This is the worst time for Spurs to look so vulnerable as heading into Brighton, Huddersfield, Cardiff, and West Ham That's in true. their next four. That's Although, true. and and honestly, for a team like three of them are away. So what? They probably are thrilled to not have to worry about the headache of <laughs> Wembley versus new stadium. Like, oh, get us on the road. Yeah. Who cares? So true. For what it's worth, also, Kane scored five times last season against Brighton, Huddersfield, and West Ham, and all of those goals were in the away matches. It's about to be Harry time. Is that what you're saying? Plus, I don't know. I, I don't Harry. know. Based on positioning between him and Mora, yes. Kane is honestly poised to have a down year question not that spurs will but kane individually he's gonna have to find his way like his complementary nature to mora at this point is the story for spurs yeah where what like and i know that's been asked that's already been asked of pochettino and everyone's downplaying everything so but it, it sure looks that way Cardiff is currently the fifth worst in the Premier League in shots allowed on target. Like I don't understand why are you had, talking about Cardiff again? Because they're playing because they're playing Cardiff third here in the this Spurs are playing Cardiff in the Ryan, third. Do you three have matches I heard from now. Cardiff T shirt? 
No, I'm just saying. I'm shocked, sir, that Are you don't you have a Gilfie t-shirt on today. Oh, man, I should You have mentioned my what's shirt. in your heart. We There's get, only we room will get there. for don't, Gilfie Sigurdsson. Don't Kane is ahead. the seventh most transferred out player this week. And if you had him... Hey, what's his to, price? What's his price, Dave? Who? He's 12 Harry and a half. Harry Kane. 12 and a half. That's not far from solid money. Of course he's being transferred out. I he's know. got less points than, than Salah. I'm just saying, if you have him up to this point... What are you selling him now? Why are you selling him now? Now is the this is their good I, yes, run. That's, no, that's like, if you're gonna if you're gonna have him up to this week, you're gonna sell him now for who? Lukaku? You think that Lukaku is definitely gonna outscore Kane Actually, over the next four matches? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I'm not betting on it, but it right. wouldn't shock me. Look, no. it's floor ceiling here. I'm I just think it's I just think it's a I just think it's an odd thing for Fair. uh for them to do that. City three, Fulham nil. This Surprise! is Leroy Sané starts and scores in ninety seconds. Surprise! Uh, no Benjamin Mendy uh, in the squad. Yeah, you gonna keep yelling that? That's enough. Okay, uh, so here's the thing. I made a decision this weekend. <laughs> this is where I got weirdly emotional. Uh, this I is where it because I got to experience it live. Like, I think I, I it was either with with Matt or Brian. Once we saw that that I, it might have been you. I don't I remember. Think it was, I think once it was we Matthew. Saw that, that it might have been Matt on Slack. Like once we saw that Sane was starting. I think Matt said something like, "Watch him score a brace." <laughs> Did I <laughs> <And> scored <laughs> like in eight seconds? You can't make it up. Yeah. I. It was like I was just watching Scott's worst nightmare. He watched Sané's price drop from 9.5 to 9.2, being patient with him, and then he sells him, and he comes in and scores a minute and 30 seconds into the game. That's what happened. So let me tell you exactly what I do with my City players. <laughs> I sold Ederson and Sané in the wild card, and I kept Mindy. Now... In the end, it was okay because I did the thing that I said I wouldn't do. Again, principles, schminciples. <laughs> right. I went with a discount fit defender, the discount fit defender. Money required. Aaron Juan Misaka came into my lineup, and those nine points came into my lineup because Mendy wasn't in the squad. Good for you. So Lots it worked out okay. Dirty, dirty. Dirty dog. You should have just done what listen, I did, which is start Aaron Juan Basaka in your I, regular lineup. No, he's the new Luca. He's the new Luca from last season. Okay. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to all of last season's shows, especially the second half of the year. <laughs> anyway, I am the girlfriend who keeps coming back to the same boyfriend over and over again, even Wait. though the boyfriend has let me know constantly He's that he not is not interested in me. Mm-hmm. And Pep has, has continued to do that, and I've kept coming back. And you know what I did this past weekend? I was able to emotionally make a clean break and finally realize he's never changing who he is. Mm-hmm. He's not going to love me for who I am. No, He's not going to give me what I need in nope. this relationship. Nope. And you know what I decided, Brian? These are, these are the exact words that I decided... I would rather lose without City players than win with them. Oh, man. Benjamin Mendy will be my free transfer out. Yeah. This I don't care if he puts in so a hat trick. It, Benjamin Mendy is my free transfer out. It will rid me of City players. I want to lose without them rather than win with them. I guess that's just technically replacing one principle with another, but mm-hmm. I don't care. Scott, Pep and I are through. I get it. Listen, I, I have it here in my notes. 
I am not far from only owning and or wanting to own Ederson, Ederson. Aguero, which I currently still own, scares mm. me. In fact, I am really waffling on bringing in Lukaku, Lukaku for Aguero. Because okay. Aguero okay. is the only person who hasn't not played in a game yet. Maybe Laporte, and I don't remember if he played in this game. He did. Who gives a crap about that guy? Because City <laughs> is not holding clean sheets, and that guy is not scoring except for. But the then, why goal. are you holding on to he Ederson? Is a player. Well, if you're holding on, to, if you're not going to look at Laporte for those reasons, you would need to sell Ederson for the same reasons. It's completely fair. Thank you. But I have confidence. I do think that some clean sheets will come. By the way, yeah, da- David, David Silva and Raheem Sterling also scored. Yeah. But go ahead and you, you guys finish the city talk. I'm done. I'm, I'm out. No, but I'm okay. with you. My, my point is this. I don't want anyone in the city midfield because I never know who's going to be playing. And therefore, I just don't care about it anymore. And so I own Ederson and Aguero. And I am really, I probably will keep Aguero this week and then next week transfer him out because technically I've already used my free transfer this week. I wanted to get him before his, his price went up. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll get to him later. Do you know who my five midfielders, can I tell you who my five midfielders are? I'm going to make a point here in sure. regards to City in a second. So my five midfielders currently are Eden Hazard, yeah. Sadio Mane, yep. Lucas Mora, Great. Ryan Fraser, Will Hughes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a decent midfield, I think. Well, yep. Yeah, well, and, and Scott, I'll tell you who mine are. But, but can I tell you what all five of those guys have in fine, common fine, before you do? Fine, 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 fine. All not, five of those guys? Are not on Manchester City? As I sit here, are the closest thing to starting locks for their squads that you're going to find. As I sit here. You know, that could change you know, down sure. the road. But Fraser's not coming out. Nope. A born miss lineup. No. Lucas, we just said, isn't coming out of Spurs lineup. No. Nope. Will Hughes has started every match so far. Yep. Hazard Mane, are you kidding me? Right. So, like, well, give, me, look, give me your midfield. Well, I'm the same way. Uh, Hazard, Mane, Mora, and Pedro, and then a guy who I'll save for later in the pod. Ooh. But four, I have four of the top seven. <laughs> Pedro's a little iffy, iffy on that point. I, I agree. But I, I'd rather have Pedro than any city well, midfielder. And, and I'm about to bring in Richarlison for Pedro. So. Oh, that's a good call. He's Anyways. a he's a starting line. I, I'm I'm going to want to for do, sure starter. Yeah, I, I might go from Lucas and to Richarlison. That's what I like over over Pedro over Richarlison is yeah. is a mm-hmm. I like Richarlison. All right, if you want to talk about anything else with City, go ahead. I, I I'm not saying anything. And thing. I have nothing. I just was going to say some players that are worth mentioning, just not in this match. Well, I was going to say first, it's sad for a podcast that's a lot of supposed to be analysis, but <laughs> I mean, there's hardly more pointless <laughs> clubs. To analyze than these two, especially this week, but yeah. City in particular. Like yeah. we know, I mean, that's to your point. We know who's good on the team. Everyone is. They all are good. That's but you're problem. rolling the dice on almost everyone on the roster except for Ederson. Yeah, it's difficult because every every key player is rotatable. Pep on Phil Foden this week. I feel guilty. He deserves to play and said after the Fulham match, the guys were so tired. We have games, games, games. Phil Foden is going to play. Wait, That's wait, wait, Foden. wait, wait. No one has rotated his squad through the first five game weeks where there's been nothing except maybe one uh, Carabao Scott, Cup match. He is. No one has rotated his squad more and he's complaining that they're tired. Scott, he wants mm-hmm. four trophies. He wants look, four. Trophies. If they're tired in six matches, they're not going to get well, them. And look, so and that's exactly why. So Laporte is the only guy who has started and played the full ninety in all matches so far. Ben- Mendy, we think, 
would have done that if not for a knock this week that was not revealed until the morning of. So the Mendy injury, you know, he tweeted it out, which was hilarious. You know, breaking of course he uh, did. breaking hearts, which is so funny. Uh, I do love that he it is. It, he acknowledged the fantasy players. Oh, he, of course, some of those guys do. Alonzo did the same thing. Alonzo's joke was funnier. He, he was wrong, but he was it was funny also. Yeah, uh, the he, assist on Williams' goal, none. I've never been called none before. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> he did not. It shouldn't have been, but whatever. Uh, we're not on Chelsea now. Manchester Evening News muddying the waters about Mendy, reminding us that uh, it was a club source first that said Mendy was being rested that he was being rested for this match and that Delph was coming in. Pep saying afterwards he was he was dealing with a knock. So didn't even get clarity necessarily from any sources that were talking about this ahead of time. He didn't train ahead of the match, the Champions League match so far this week, but hasn't been ruled out for, for uh, Cardiff. So they're not saying that this is anything that serious. Want to know the, why? Because they don't have to. Because they also said this week that Fabian Delph is not is not just a backup to him. They see him as a viable alternative. Stones, Laporte, Otamendi, company. Every single one of them has played so far this season. I don't see why you should count on anybody to do anything. You know, Kyle Walker's been in and out so far this season. Like, Mendy being rotated doesn't seem like it's a, you know, it's not that big of a, it doesn't, it's not that big of a surprise because nothing is a surprise. But when he's out there, I mean, if he plays 30, let's say he plays 30 Premier League matches this season, he's going to be way up there. Because that's, I mean, that's a, that's a ton with this with this team. I mean, I, I, I'm I saying all I want to see this week from him is training. If he trains this week, I'm playing him. Right. And I don't care. I'll take my sub. I'll take my first defensive sub or, or, or a midfielder. We're not taking anything from Fulham for this match, are we? I mean, Only, they're, they're good players are still going to be well, good. For, no, but in a week filled with sarcastic announcer comments, I think my favorite one of the weekend was roughly about 55 minutes in, one of the announcers in this match said, all right, I'm starting to get really angry at Fulham right now because they're not even trying to defend. All they're doing is continuing to attack, and it's obviously not working. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. And announcer just basically saying I'm getting angry at Fulham. For me and Fulham, I mean, they, they tried to be Fulham, to their credit. And, yeah. and I mean, they only gave up three goals. Yeah. That's good, right? Only three was a miracle. Yeah, too. seriously. Um, but it was so funny to hear the announcer like, like, say, like, legitimately, he was frustrated. Like, what are they doing? This is not the uh, the approach to take. When I was prepping for everything tonight, I thought at one point I said I said it out loud. Wait, did Fulham play this weekend? <laughs> and this concludes my Fulham analysis for the evening. Thank you very much. Um, look, last two things. There is one Fulham thing. First, Aguero gets subbed off here with the ankle. With, they were concerned. It was not. It was, but it was not. It was played down immediately after the match. He resumed full training today. The question is whether or not he's going to start, or whether he'll just play a a sub on role in the Champions League match tomorrow. What right. would be Wednesday? Right. Uh, I'm really rooting for him to not start. He can sit Let, for here me. Here we go, Jesus. Let's yeah. get let's, let's get in there. Get, we need Jesus to get some minutes. The only Fulham thing, honestly. You can resume normal usage of them after this week. They they have some better matches. But look, Andre Sherla, again, led the team in shots in the match. He had five, two shots on target. 
and probably had their best chance of the match. If you noticed a Fulham player at all during this match, it was probably Andre Sherlock. Yeah. yeah. He's 5.9. His price has not gone up yet, but people are going to start waking up he's one of those guys in that range in the in the five to seven range that is, that producing. is absolutely viable do not tell me he's not i refuse and i will plug my ears with my finger <laughs> last match of part one this week watford one manchester united two andre gray's thunder volley not enough to overcome lukaku and smalling mm-hmm. with the touch in the box yeah really nice not surprised that Luke Shaw was not out there with the he had mandatory concussion protocol, Thank but you, should be back next week. But that doesn't mean that Chris, Small, Chris Smalling's goal wasn't really nice. Lukaku's last four, eight, two, 12, and six. I was going to get to that, Scott. What's his price right now? I know nine, he started at 11. He's still at 11. He's his still ownership 11. is at 9.9. I can promise you this. Kane owners probably should make the Before move. Before the weekend... His price will go up. Brian, it's time to own Lukaku. It, it says nine, you. At 9.9%. Mm-hmm. He's got a hundred, how many? A hundred something transfers. 106. 106, 389. That is absolutely, and I don't know the exact amount percentage wise and numbers wise, but that is right easily around the amount for someone at a 9.9% ownership for that price to jump. You know who's you know what number is also exact? Who? 8927 weirdos are transferring Lukaku out so far Why this week. Why in the world? What are you doing and what for a world we live? There's only one person in that's a striker that's been transferred in more than Lukaku this week. And that is somebody that we talked should have talked about last match that we did not cuz we didn't need to. Mitrovic. Mitrovic. Um we're still not going to talk about him. Uh, Scott you had mentioned, you. I think you had compared Spurs' schedule to United. You said, well, what's Lukaku going to do? Outscore Kane the next three matches? Well, he's home to Wolves at West Ham and home to Newcastle. Just there's, saying. There's potential goals there, especially for a flat-track bully like Romelu Lukaku. It's, uh, his just goals, mentioned his last four games, 8-2-12-6. Yeah, his three good matches, Brighton, Burnley, and Watford. I mean... I don't care where Watford are currently in the table. He's never been known as a flat track bully. Absolutely, he has. 100%. Am I an idiot? Which is, look, that's not. I feel like he's scored too many goals to be considered a flat track bully. I think so too. But I can't, but, but my, but I, that's just a feeling. That has not, that is not grounded in any way in facts. I mean, I'm, I mean, the three worst teams they've played. So far in the first five weeks, those are the ones he's had good matches. Against. I get it. I'm Historically, just saying, I'm almost certain that's look, how he's been considered. I think you're he's, wrong, but that's fine. Okay. He's tied with Marko Arnautovic for third. Fellow flat track bully. Which is right. <laughs> which I, a true I, flat track. I feel like that says more about Marco than it does about Lukaku. Lukaku's supposed to be one of the top five strikers in the Premier League. Well, Marco's mm. having a... Well, we, I can't wait to talk about Marco we, we when will. we get to West So, Ham, look, real quick. I am seriously thinking, though, about... Because I am concerned about Aguero and his knee and his playing time. And we Luke. just talked about him. This is not the city part of the podcast. But I am thinking about this week going... From Aguero to Lukaku. Last ye- last season, Lukaku was one of the most boringly good players. That's right. All that's season true. long. And Mourinho was glowing in his praise of Lukaku again after this match. And that's one of the reasons why in the midst of even, you know, on the other side of Manchester, we have the same kind of rotation issues. But Lukaku is the one guy who usually oh, he, is safe. He's not coming out. He's not coming no. out. And so you would not be crazy if you own Kane or if you own Aguero as you listen to this, if you went to Romelu Lukaku. No. 
one of the safest possible players you can put in. Low ownership. Yep. And his price is about to go up. Get that money, son. All right. Now, on the Watford side of the ball. Says you. It, it was one match. Hold but... on, Watford. Hold. Really? It's going to be okay. Hold. Well, How many points did Holobos score this just week? Just hold. How hey. many points? In a segment we like to call, hey, don't look now, but Troy Deeney and Andre Gray are 10th and 13th, respectively, in forward scoring. What music are you playing for this? I don't know. It doesn't deserve any. Troy Deeney and Andre Gray are 10th and 13th <laughs> in forward scoring so far this season. I think it's just a lot more points than you would have expected from them. Uh, the slide so down the table begins, which means the slide down those so standings. I, I wasn't I, wrong. In I just wasn't right yet. That's, that's exactly oh, what I said. That's exactly what I said. The Scott, the Scott Weeby story. <laughs> I will. I will start. I will amend that statement slightly by saying I'm starting to be right now. I don't listen. I'm not gonna. All right, I'm not buying on Watford here's, now. I'm here's, not buying. Here's you own Will Hughes and Holoboss. Will I will. Ho- I don't own Holoboss. I I thought about it. I did oh, think about don't. it with That's my wild card. I did not pull okay. the trigger. I said I'm not buying Will high. Is, will Hughes is five dollars. He's five dollars. Doesn't matter. No, but I mean that's why. Like that's I'm saying that as like a good thing. He's yeah. Five. In other words, like there's no risk there. Yes. No, no, no. Is that that would be high. He's only going to go down from here. We've we into have the mid fours. No, no, holy boss. Oh, okay. No, I'm we, talking we, about Will Hughes. Oh, okay, okay. I thought we were I'm talking about holy boss. I'm screaming Will Hughes at you. I'm right. not. I'm not. Will, he is saying you own Will Hughes. Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Should we now, start this over? No, no, I, no. no, no this all kind of stays in. Aaron Wambasaka is my discount defender at this point. Yeah. Will Hughes is and will remain my discount midfielder. Sure. No doubt about that. Sure. Those are my guys. Like they're. Although there's be, one better out there, but we'll get to him. All right. I'll let you convince me. But uh, he's my staple on my bench. And, and he's going to he's going to score some points in the end of the, by the end of the I, year. I think it's a good at it's five pounds. It's not a bad choice. To your point, yes. Something that is concerning if you are if you're a worry wart and you want to find something to worry about with Watford beyond Scott's dire warnings. Right. Five of their next seven matches are away. So as good as they yeah, are, Dave. As good as they are at Vicarage Road. <laughs> right. You're playing at Fulham at Arsenal. At Wolves, at Newcastle, and at Southampton in five of the next seven. So, not terrible matchups. Right, but on the road, if Watford is who they think they are, they should. Do they should get some that. decent points out of here. Scott says absolutely not. Dave, you say they definitely will. I th- and yeah. you guys can have a cage match about Hold this some other time. No, I don't think it's. I mean, I think if you have them, I feel like they're all cheap enough. That's like. I mean, unless you have a compelling reason to go to somebody else. I mean, what, what's the point? Are you buying Chris Smalling? I'm not going to anyone on United yet except for Lukaku. Correct. I'm with you. In my opinion. I mean, I'm entirely but with I'm sure. I'm, I'm not against looking at United defenders, but not yet. I'm sorry. Are you counting on that chest bump and spin in the box like he gave you to get this 10? No. First of all, I didn't know no, that was Chris Smalling. He, no. I didn't oh, realize he it, had gone well, the hair. Not because off. of the goal, because of the hair. Right. Yeah. He scored. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know who that was. He scored, that guy. he scored four goals last season. It's not out of the question for him to score. I mean, it's not like he didn't. It's he been was, in question that he'll play this year. Well, that's because Eric Bailly is a sad baby and, does, and is, and is wanting to leave. And so Chris Smalling is back where he was last season, which is... Mourinho's center back security blanket. Is, is Bailly a sad baby or is Mourinho? A- Mourinho's also a sad baby. <laughs> okay. So it's a bad. It's a Mourinho's bad. It's a bad. <laughs> over there. Listen, 
I don't have to bleep that, do I? You do. I do. Yeah. What? You said that. <laughs> bleep that one too. Okay. All right. The matchups are fine. Sure. And I don't think Watford is a Watford is not a good matchup for anybody. No. Not right now. No, it's fair. So uh, they they've been playing well. I I've been championing Wolves, them. West Ham, Newcastle in the next three. Right. And you need somebody that's uh you need somebody in defense. Luke Shock probably coming back this this week. That's Smalling. where I would go first. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's not bad. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't begrudge anyone to make that decision. Plus, Smalling's only 1.8% owned. All right, Dave, that brings us to the end of part one of this week's pod. Is you it, ready? Can we call it something different than part one? I just, I don't like part one. But I haven't come up with anything better yet. Part one it is. <laughs> You're going to cut that. No, I'm going to keep a lot of that. <laughs> I don't even know. Let's close this down and let's come back to talk about the matches that remain and some of the segments that uh, people still have come to know and love and we'll hear in part two. Fancy Soccer FC on all the social medias. Including Instagram. Including Instagram. Check us out and like us. Until next time.